Hello guys, um, I hope you're well. I'm doing good. I just had a week off and I did a bit of travel around the place just by myself, which was really nice. And I guess this, that actually links up nicely with this podcast, which is about solo travel. I want to talk about what stops people from doing it, pros and cons, and how to mitigate the cons so that it doesn't have to damper your trip. Um, so whether we're talking about like a few days away by yourself or a long-term trip, why do we or why don't we choose to travel by ourselves? For me, before the age of 23, I hadn't traveled alone and it was because I was waiting. I was waiting for a friend to go with me, waiting for my boyfriend to go with me. I thought that I would be lonely by myself and I thought that people would judge me if I went alone, like, (laughs) and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, and other reasons might be that you think that you'd be bored alone, or just that you're just plain scared to go by yourself, and I think this scared feeling is just you staying in your comfort zone, right? So let's talk about the pros of solo travel, because there's so many pros, so let's talk about it. Um, My history of solo travel includes seven weeks backpacking in Europe, um, a little bit of van life um, in New Zealand, travelled around in my van for a while, and now I'm a travel nurse here in Australia. Um, So I've written some pros and cons that I've experienced and kind of talked about with some other people as well, and the pros go like this. So the first pro um, is getting to do exactly what you want to do. You don't have to consider anyone else. There's no compromise that you have to make. You don't do things just to people please. You don't let anyone down. Say you're traveling with a friend. They want to go out. You don't want to go out. They don't want to go out without you. You feel like you're letting them down. That kind of stuff, you know. Um, And every day is then as slow or as full to the brim with activities as you decide. So you are in control. And I love that. I love that. (laughs) The second pro is that when you are alone, it's actually a lot easier to meet people than it is than if you are in a group. And I believe this is due to the traveling spirit where if you're traveling, you're so open to new experiences and people that it's easy to meet people on the same bus. Um, if you're traveling and you're staying in hostels, it's so easy to meet other people. And I find that if you're traveling in a group or with someone else, I feel like you put on a more closed off and content vibe on your trip. Um, so you're focused on making memories with whoever you're with rather than being completely open to whoever and whatever comes across you. And I'm not to say that you can't meet people when you travel with like other people, but I just think it's generally easier to meet people and other people that don't know you are more likely to walk up to you if you're by yourself than if you're with other people because that's intimidating, right? Um, If you're... We can also comment that if you're doing the things that you love, so you're making these choices based on what you feel like doing every day, you're also more likely to meet people organically who are into the same thing that you're into. 
So you might be out on a hike and you're going to meet someone on the hike that's doing the hike and maybe they're your like new friend. Like it's literally that simple and it's so crazy. Um, when I was in Europe, I met three Australian girls at a hostel. I literally just walked up to them and started a conversation and then we ended up traveling the next two weeks together around Croatia. And this wouldn't have happened if I wasn't alone and open to it. Which brings me to my third pro, that solo travel is the best thing for your personal development. Like we said at the start, solo travel can be scary as it is out of our comfort zone, but outside of your comfort zone is where you will grow. So I found that on my first trip, I was constantly pushing myself to meet people, just like I was when I walked up to those girls and started a conversation. I wouldn't have made myself do that if I was with a friend. I would have been content and I would have stayed in my safe zone. So I found because I was pushing myself all the time, my confidence grew tenfold in that trip. And your not only your confidence grows, but you become more independent and self-sufficient, which are excellent skills and attributes to have and will help you in your other areas of your life as well. So once I got back from my first trip, I found it easier to meet new people, make conversations and felt that my self-esteem had improved, like had improved a lot. So that was awesome. Um, However, there are always cons to everything and we can't pretend that there's not. So let's cover some now and see how to better manage them as solo travelers. The first con that I've found is cost. So it can be more expensive to do it yourself. If we talk about renting a car, that's pretty expensive to do by yourself. And if you're with someone else, you're literally halving the cost. Um, or if you value your personal space so maybe you like having your private room um, at a hostel that's obviously going to be expensive by yourself and more achievable if you're traveling with a partner or a friend Um, to maintain a low cost travel plan you're better off staying in the dorms at hostels um, taking buses between cities if you're in Australia you can use Greyhound Um, I used Flitzbus in Europe Um, You can get overnight buses, which is like your travel and your accommodation in one. And for a stingy girl like me, that's absolutely what I did. Um, In New Zealand, you can use intercity buses to get between um, places, which is good. Or you can simply save more for your trip to have the trip that you desire. It's up to you, really. Um, The second con would be, for me, decision paralysis. And that is probably the most, the one that I struggle with the most. So when I talk about decision paralysis, what I mean is it's like this overwhelming amount of choice each day (laughs) that only you carry and have to decide. And it's like I get so overwhelmed by the different amount of things that I could do that I end up doing nothing because I can't decide. I've always been a decisive, but I also think at the same time, solo travel is good in the fact that it's going to force you to make decisions, right? And eventually you'll trust yourself to make the right one. But um, I will comment that I did really love traveling with someone else. Um, um, I traveled with my beautiful friend, beautiful friend Grace back home. Um, we had a very thorough like plan and our days were jam-packed because that's how she liked to do things. And I actually really liked that because it took away the choice from me. Because when I'm alone, I'm like, oh, what do I do? Um, 
but if you are doing solo travel, the way that you can kind of stop yourself getting into decision paralysis include seeing what's on, on, on offer at the hostel. So they often have like offers and have all the information they know the area. They'll be able to hook you up with day trips, all that jazz. Um, or you could also opt for like an organised trip with... Um, like tour buses like Top Deck or Contiki and that could be a great option for you if you are feeling overwhelmed by choice or you don't want to plan your trip like you don't really like planning or if you're really worried about being alone you know if this is like a if it's a scary thing to you and you want to be in an organized group where you know you'll be safe where everything's done for you then this could be a very good option for you I just think it costs more and it isn't on your own schedule. So you just have to take that into mind. It's all about what, whatever you value. Um, the third con is that solo travel can get lonely. Or it can get boring. Or you could get homesick. Because you basically don't have the normal comforts, I guess, that you would have at home. Depending on you as an individual. Um, you might feel this more or less. Um, if you're traveling like alone in a van or a car and find that you're bored or lonely, you could always check into a hostel for the night or go to a bar crawl to meet some people or maybe you're just a little bit homesick and you need to call a loved one. Just literally video call them and you'll probably feel a lot better. Um, the last con that I want to touch on um, with solo travel is safety concerns. So... Going to a foreign country or place is already daunting, um, more so alone. So, um, for example, if you are traveling in a van, um, things that you could do to just keep your safety in mind is to checking out places to stay overnight before it gets dark. So checking if it seems safe, you know. Um, you can use apps like CamperMate. Um, for New Zealand Aussie um, and they just show you know where free campsites are where paid campsites are you can go to them see what they look like um, but if a place seems dodgy it's always best just not to stay there like just pay the extra money to stay at like a family campsite or to stay at a hostel for the night because your safety is worth more than saving $30. <laughs> okay. Um, another thing just to, um, for safety, you can always, t you should always tell people where you are. So if you're traveling around in a van, it's best to have someone that you're in contact with. So they have a general idea of where you are so that if you were to lose signal or get into an emergency situation or lose touch for a couple of days, someone knows where you should be, right? But yeah, be prepared to pay more to guarantee safety. So if you're just traveling in hostels and you're experiencing new cities, Things like taking Ubers over walking if it's far away and it's at night. Like your safety matters. Um, or for me, it was getting a very 
very expensive tatsy. I think I literally spent like $180 at 2am on a Greek island because I was stranded because um, my ferry was late and there was no buses going anymore. So that is the price I had to pay to get myself to where I needed to go. Okay. Um, But despite all those like cons mentioned, I really do think that solo travel is like the absolute business and the lack of company should never stop you from living the most epic life you could imagine stop waiting and start doing so if you listen to this and you're like fuck yeah i'ma go do some solo travel that's awesome i hope you can get into the planning stage of it think about where you want to go what you want to do what you want to see how do you want to do it The options are endless and if you're listening to this and you happen to be in a lockdown, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry for talking about travel right now but your time will come. This won't last forever. Um, Focus right now on saving for your travels if you're lucky to still have income flowing in. Take this extra time to plan your next trip. Um, And yeah, start living friends. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll be back. (laughs) Lots of love. Have the best week.